everyone, and welcome to another episode of the internet's greatest podcast, uh, Fredo Good Home. My name is Michael Ling, and joining me in person now, mm. for the first time in a long time, it is um, a man who tomorrow has an early flight to a foreign country. I assume. I don't know what he's doing over there. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello, Ben. <laughs> Imagine if I was a spy and you just blew it. Uh, hello, Michael. Thank you for having me in your wonderful house. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I've been over. I've been house. And I feel like I've been here because we've talked about it so much. Mm-hmm. You've, se- you've seen it through a Zoom screen, but you're yeah. here. And, and not just you are here. No. But also we are uh-huh. joined by co-owner of this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say... Ooh. And person <laughs> who is going to get our dinner as it comes as it no, arrives now. Don't say who it is though. Okay. Don't say who it is until that person <laughs> returns. Who may or may not be the guitarist for the <laughs> greatest band of the world, you two. It's the edge. <laughs> um, but it's not just uh, me and you and, and that person. There is a fourth guest. Mm-hmm. I mean, a fourth person, a second guest on mm-hmm. our podcast today. Mm-hmm. We're thrilled to have them all the way from Canada. Uh huh. A man you may have seen his viral tweets. Sure. You may. <laughs> Has anything been made yet, or are people just reading your play, your screenplays? He's uh, a screenwriter. Yeah, there's, a, there's one thing that's been shot, and it's going to come out at some point in the near future. <laughs> for now, for now, I'm uh, an underground talent. Fuck, I love how rude you are to our <laughs> guests. What are you? you, you if it's, uh, can I actually say you do this thing, or do you just fuck around? <laughs> Look, we, we can't all be hosting game shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please welcome uh, Imran Zaidi. Hello, Imran. Hello, it's good to be here. Um, thank you for coming all the way from Canada just to do this. I this yeah. is why you came from Canada. This is this is the main reason. I am here for a few weeks, and you know, I'm spending honestly too much money on this trip. But yeah, this was this was the main reason. I <laughs> yeah. Well, those two weeks were preparation for doing this. So yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, can you tell us anything about the thing you've made, or no? We have to shut up about that. Uh, no, I can talk about it. It's a it's really cool. It's a psychological thriller called Balestra that's set in the world of competitive fencing. And everything you say sounds like a bit. It sounds like a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the weird thing is like my. So I have this kind of like weird bifurcated, uh, not career because tweeting isn't a career, but my, <laughs> my Twitter account is very, you know, it's just silly jokes mm-hmm. because um, that's what I think Twitter should be for. Well, I think that's like the only, I think if you use it for basically anything other yeah. than that. <laughs> Um, you're a psycho. You're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute psycho. I so used it like earnestly the other day because I was leaving my job and I felt like I needed to do like a mm, a goodbye a tweet goodbye or something. To this show that I worked on and I felt I felt insane in run doing it. Like <laughs> I, I felt I felt like the my mind coming loose. Mm. Well, Imran, we're just saying that yes, you have this bifurcated world because you yeah. do silly tweets, but then also mm-hmm. you you. Most write movies most, and things. Yeah, most of the things I write, you know, I write screenplays for a living. Most of those things are uh, kind of, you know, thrillers and science fiction and things that are a little more serious. I love writing comedy. Uh, the problem is, you might have noticed that the comedies made by the American film industry are generally quite bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's there's some good TV, but in the uh, you know studio film comedies in the studio feature comedy world. Uh, there's very little being developed. That's that's mm. actually. So, how good. did you come to this uh, this fencing? Like, is it was it a, was it an idea of yours, or did it, did it was it sort of? Uh, so the the basic premise came from another writer named Aaron Collite, and uh, he'd written this like you know two page outline and given it to a producer that that I knew and and who brought me in to write it. But um, I thought it was so cool because uh, you know fencing is a world we never think about. I'm like, well, sp- speak for yourself. I. <laughs> I <laughs> What an hour things? goes past where I don't go. <laughs> what are the three things you know about fencing? I know that w- the epi is a big part of it. And I know that from it, 
that's in every other New York Times crossword. It's a very <laughs> useful word. It has three E's in it. So they'll find a new way to clue that every time. Uh-huh. I know that Madonna learnt to do it a little bit for that bad James Bond that's movie. Yeah. Did what? you put that in your movie? <laughs> well, you? that's I, I watched it several times because it's it's the uh, most memorable depiction of fencing ever in a film. Cinematic fencing. No, there's a new one. What about also Hello, I'm back from getting the Chinese. Oh, food. oh, it's Tom. Yes. Tom, hello, Tom. <laughs> it's me. Um, there's the sexy guy in Bridgerton. Oh, oh yeah, I've I, haven't, not I haven't seen Bridgerton. I've never watched Bridgerton. I can't uh, believe I'm sitting with three uh, nearly 40-year-old men who haven't watched Bridget. <laughs> Not nearly. F- excuse me. <laughs> I mean, um, that's, that's technically... I'm closer to 40 than I am. To th- no, I'm right smack bang in the middle. Um, well, Imran, it, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, and uh, I hope that our country's been treating you well. Uh, do you have any Australian observations you've made about our wonderful country in your time you've been here? Or have you had a, a fun time ignoring everything <laughs> we do? Uh, let's see. I mean, the people are generally much friendlier than Canadians. Really? Because uh, can- I would say Canadians are thought of as the most friendly people in the world. Well, the thing about Canadians is they're they're very polite and they're nice. Mm-hmm. But they're not exactly friendly. Oh, like, sure. They're, they have this thing of, like, you know, not wanting to impose on people and, sure. you know, kind of wanting to leave them alone so uh it's it's hard to like you know i i think i'm somebody who because maybe because i am canadian like i i don't strike up conversations with strangers but i love having them sure so Mm -hmm. it's nice when someone just starts talking to me which happens a lot more in in america or here in australia than in canada that's interesting so right though like I, i i can't speak for canada but when i lived in the states i found a similar thing where it's like australians can be like they're not as like outwardly pleasant, mm. um, but with Americans, I found like, and this was in New York where people are meant to be like, "Hey, I'm I'm walking here," you know. <laughs> they were meant to say that sort of stuff all the time in that exact voice. <laughs> but uh, I found that people were like super duper duper friendly to mm-hmm. me, and mm. then like if you scratch the surface even a bit, I think I might have told this like very sad story on the pod before. But like <laughs> when me and Anya were living over there. This was years ago. This was like 2015. I didn't like know anybody in the city and she was over there uh, to study and I was just there and I was writing like for back here. So I kind of had work that I just like go to a bar or a cafe during the day, but I didn't like fucking know anybody. Mm. And the <coughs> barista at the cafe near me called Little Giant, that wasn't his name. That was the name <laughs> of the cafe. <coughs> we like, we, we hung out for like two weeks, I reckon. Like I'd come in, he'd sometimes like have breakfast with me. Like we'd take a break and have breakfast and then blah, blah, blah. blah. And then like after two weeks, there's like this little bar next to the thing. Mm. Uh, and he was clocking off and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm going to like go next door to the dive. Do you, do you want to go play some pool? And he like, he couldn't <laughs> think fast enough. And he was just, he just said to me, Oh no, um, I don't, want to do that (laughs) (laughs) this isn't that kind of relationship (laughs) i make your eggs dickhead it was real grim it was real grim i think i had to live in that city for like six months after that (laughs) Um, it's no good well before we get into our first uh, our first bit of text from the internet i wanted to just um, ben direct and uh and imran you probably won't understand this but i'll direct your attention to the couch that's in the corner of the room there ben probably won't understand oh imran you know about the couch Oh, okay, okay, no. We text. Okay. <laughs> this is all I've talked about. Yeah, this I, I feel like a lot of our listeners will get closure because, lis- yes. dear listener, mm-hmm. I'm I'm currently looking at a green, 
beautiful. What's that made out of? Uh, I want to say velvet. I want to say velvet, and I will. Let me give you a rundown of it. Okay, thank you. Okay, all right. First of all, it's huge because it hangs enormous ass. It's got that. (laughs) It's got that jutty out bit. It's got a shape, if you will. An L shape. It's an L shape. And is that for Hing's gigantic ass? That's also for Hing's gigantic. We actually had to make it two ways so he could fit his Uh ass in either Mm -hmm. way. Okay. It's a green velveteen, which the sofa maker actually Mm -hmm. said was the color of the year. So we're really, we're ahead of the style game here. Yeah, I think I heard that. The the (laughs) filling for the couch base is foam, but Uh um, your interior design heads on the podcast will love this. Uh We got two large scatter cushions that are 100% down. We have not a, we have listeners all over the world in the tens of thousands. We have not a single listener who would know what you're talking about. Our listeners live, you know that thing in The Simpsons where Mm. Lenny is just sitting in his boxer shorts. Yeah. Uh, many, of, <laughs> many of our listeners both live and wear barrels. You know, <laughs> really barrel enthusiastic listener base. Uh, but the reason this is relevant is because months ago you might have heard on the podcast that I was getting scammed. How am I getting scammed yeah. by a terrible company? Uh, well, after that, a uh, person reached out to me on Instagram and has now built us a sofa. So now six months after we moved into this new house, we have a sofa to sit on and it's a game changer. So My mental health has never been higher. That? Were you Were you lennying it? I was sitting on uh, this chair that I'm directing your attention to now, Ben, which you can see is too small for a human That's the child's adult chair. to sit in. Yeah, it's um, amazing, to see, it. amazing to see it in the flesh. We had some chairs from my parents that we borrowed that were very uncomfortable. Um, the kind of chairs that, I don't know I don't know what these are, but when I sat on them for too long, my butt would hurt for days afterwards. You know, that kind of chair? It's a bad chair. It's a torture yeah. chair. <laughs> torture chair, yeah. Anyway, um, let's close that loop because the, 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 the couch is done. Okay, well, I have a bone to pick with Hum and I'm glad she's here. <laughs> On record. Welcome to my home. <laughs> because we uh, we had like a lunch thing the other day, you and I, and some other great people. Was I not at that or? Yeah, you were Everyone ex- at this table was there except you. You, huh. were, you were specifically not invited. <laughs> How interesting. Th- no, Imran wasn't at this one. No, Imran. Oh, you came in the end? Oh, that oh, lunch ben thing. Was, you yeah, you was left there. before I got there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you'd been there. You, I mean, if I, if we'd been there again, you would have you would have maybe ha- been able to help me here because uh, I brought my son Mo, and Anya was there, and uh, Mo is like not particularly trusting of people that aren't me or Anya, but for some reason he's really taken a shine to you to hump. Yeah, hugely. When we were at the pub, the three of us. Does, does he not know about the madness? I don't think he knows about the madness. Um, we don't tell them about the madness until they <laughs> reach the age of nine. So he spent most of his time sort of hanging out with Hum. Mm-hmm. Tell them back the fuck off. <laughs> well, then when we were in the car, he said, apropos of I promise you nothing. Uh-huh. And look, I, 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 I'm not blaming you for this, but he didn't go in saying this and he came out saying this and the only variable is that you hung out with him. <laughs> he said, Daddy, Mummy. I'm a little bit worried. And we said, why are you worried? Because he's yeah, I got these fucking bullshit worries. Um, <laughs> Toddler worries. Yeah. And I said, what are you worried about? And he said, I'm worried that a crab will slice off my weenie. <laughs> <laughs> now, my question to you, Hum, is what the fuck did you say to my child? <laughs> oh, when we were on the balcony for 40 minutes, <laughs> I did tell him about every single sea creature that could ruin his weenie. <laughs> What? Octopuses. They got all those arms. Yeah. Pull your rip, it, right rip it, off. plank, clean off. Yeah, crab. 
Okay, good. Well, it's good, that it's good that I've taken back bearings on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, How it's, would the jellyfish get rid of a weenie? Well, they've got all the tentacles. Oh, sting it off. Sting, sting it, it yeah, off. Yeah, sting mm. it off. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, you would be able to piss on your own weenie because... <laughs> and that's how they get you. They, they... Sorry, does that... Is that a reference you get? Yeah, of course. Okay, Everybody good. knows that. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't sure if it was an Australian thing. I don't know. I'm sorry. There's a very famous Friends episode about it, actually. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, can I just say that uh, you guys have been such wonderful hosts... Not in the podcasting sense, Heaven, <laughs> heavens no, but in the uh, in the uh, welcome to our house thing. Mm-hmm. When 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 we got here, uh, I got here a little bit early, and uh, we had some time to kill. And you guys have given me two cups of tea, mm-hmm. uh, some chocolate chip biscuits, mm-hmm. and a violet crumble. Mm-hmm. And we haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have dinner later. You'll get you'll eat your dinner when it's given to you. Uh, shall we get to our very first piece of text from the internet? Yeah, let's do this it. This has been sent in by Katie. It's an Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole? This is not Katie saying this. is something she's found on Reddit. Am I the Asshole for not having catering at my wedding? Um, so I'll get you all to uh, weigh in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, my female 28, uh, me, female 28, and my fiancé, male 30, just got married two months ago and we had our dream wedding. Everything was perfect and I mean everything. My parents and his parents helped us pay for a great chunk of the wedding so we would be debt free and we are so eternally grateful for that. Great. Uh-huh. The issue arose about a month and a half ago when my aunt started posting on Facebook about how disappointed she was with the whole ordeal and a few guests sided with her. <laughs> Background. My fiance and I are huge Disney fans mm. and we travel to Disney World as much as, you know, as much as we can throughout the year. Disney is such an important part of uh, our life, not only to us, but also for our marriage. Mm -hmm. The issue was with our decision to not offer catering services slash bar services at our wedding due to routing the money towards (laughs) having a wedding Minnie and Mickey make appearances on our special day. Oh, what? So instead of feeding their guests, they got... Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. You're familiar with these mice? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The famous mice. The famous mice. Okay. They would appear at the, at the uh, for a meet and greet instead. <laughs> the cost to have both Minnie and Mickey was a good chunk of time uh, for a good chunk of time. Thirty minutes was almost exactly what our parents allotted for our catering budget. So we just scheduled an appearance during our first dance and our wedding photos for going for going served food. But there were plenty of facilities at the venue where people could have eaten at could, their own. Could we? Could we just put a pin in this for a second mm-hmm. and? Uh, I can t- I'm happy to come back to it, but mm-hmm. somebody is lying. What do you mean? Either the people who are being Minnie and Mickey mm-hmm. are lying about how much the standard rate for two fucking freaks to turn up to your <laughs> wedding is, <laughs> or they're lying about how much... I've catered a wedding, like my own, uh-huh. um, and I can tell you that it's like $120 at least per person. Well... I want to clarify. So this is oh, oh, this this is this is maybe even more actually. What do I, like one hundred and fifty? Man, it's it's so much fucking money for for like food and booze. For food and booze, yeah. 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 Okay, we'll a come person. back to that. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Um. So yes. Uh, and you just sat in your car during my wedding. <laughs> I want to point out. I want to point out. No, I came to the bit where I got fed. <laughs> my parents are still very supportive of us, but everyone else is being passive aggressive about it on Facebook. Am I the asshole now? To answer your question, Ben. To those asking if the guests were warned, uh-huh. we clearly outlined in the invitations that there was food available at the wedding. We didn't exactly spell out that every restaurant's menu, but it was certainly mentioned. There were also vending machines available throughout the venue. Are they getting married in a fucking food court? What are I they mean? They're getting married they're... At, I imagine they're getting married at Disney, are they? It's Disneyland. 
I think it's a okay, I imagine that, it's Disney World. So that's I think it would cost like fifteen thousand American dollars. Well no, hang Mickey. on. It's not the real mice. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone saying that's too much for thirty minutes, I want to clarify that it was two thirty minute sessions on different days. So two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars was the cost of one session, so they're talking about five and a half thousand dollars or so. It's five and a half US. What are these? Are they jerking you off? I don't understand. <laughs> you couldn't have fed that many people. Well, wait, do they only have like 30 people there? Who are you going to feed for $5,000? Maybe they had 80 people at their wedding. Maybe it's $100, you know, or $70 a head or something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's American money. Who knows? But $5,500 for mice. Two different days they had these mice show well, up. They had it at the first Antonella, the, also the, the, the photographs. Yeah. Um, Imran, are you a married person? A married person? Yeah, no. you're a married person? No. no. Would Are you a mouse person? <laughs> <laughs> How much would you pay for a mouse, mouse to jerk you off, say? Because <laughs> we're currently sort of thinking about talking about the possibility of one day maybe planning a Don't wedding. Don't do this oh, on this a podcast. so beautiful. This is the most wonderful thing. And Imran and I feel privileged to be witnessing this. <laughs> one day you and I, Hamira, may well potentially think about Talking about yesterday, we went yeah. to lunch for my mother's birthday, and yeah. she turned to us and said, "So, what's going on with your wedding venue?" And Michael went, "Nothing." <laughs> Smooth, Michael. I said nothing, and then I spoke to the rest of the family while Hum sort of, um, I guess, absorbed most of the attack. <laughs> Can I tell you though, my parents, who barely know either of you, uh-huh. I had dinner with them last night. They're fucking fixated on when you're. It's the get wedding married. of the season. Yeah, I mean, it feels <laughs> like it might be. It's going to be the thottiest wedding. Okay, of all well, time. Oh, don't theme your wedding thotty. Your wedding. Th- oh, if you do, <laughs> just make sure you don't spend all your money on slutty Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> people can eat and drink. Um, so we, we've been budgeting some things out. About a hundred dollars ahead. Australia is what we were thinking for right. for some food, depending on what we go with. Mm-hmm. Again, I haven't proposed to him yet, so we'll, we'll oh, see. It doesn't matter to me, man. I'll be waiting in my car. That's <laughs> 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 I how I'm much? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, would you be offended, Ben, if you came to Hums and my wedding and there was the equivalent, our equivalent of? Minnie and Mickey greeting you instead of food. Instead of... Okay, so first of all, if this was like completely catered by like Heston Blumenthal uh-huh. and, you know, Open Bar uh-huh. and Minnie and Mickey were greeting me, I would still be ropeable. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just annoyed by the presence of these mice. I'd be huge. I, 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 I go to weddings so I don't have to put up with Minnie, Minnie and Mickey Mouse. That's <laughs> you're there to avoid the mice. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I, look, it's your wedding. And it's the wedding of the season. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just think this is one of those things where you just, if you're going to do something unconventional, you have to tell people, uh-huh. right? Like we had a uh, we had a pig in a hat at our wedding. Oh, Kevin Bacon, the name the pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to explain this to Imran. So there was, a, there was a, there's a wedding venue slash cafe in the inner west where uh, they have like a little petting zoo farm mm-hmm. as well. And they had this like famous pig. Uh, and it's sort of an Instagram famous pig. Instagram famous pig, and if you if you ask them nice, <laughs> they'll put the pig in a hat for, for you your, when you for get your married. Do you ask the pig nicely? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that, I don't think you know, I don't think the pig really uh, is into it because they said if you want photos with the pig, you're going to want to get them in the first half hour because he's going to get the hat off and then eat it. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you have to pay for the pig in the hat? Gratis. As free. That uh, was fucking gratis, my friend. Okay, a he, pig in a hat. <laughs> Is several orders of magnitude more exciting than two pedophiles in a in a big bobblehead? Okay, we don't know they're pedophiles. Well, let us I, let us take it as red. I imagine if you're paying five and a half thousand dollars, they're probably not. No, they're yeah, they're doing it's it working with children. I reckon if you got a discount one that was like forty dollars, maybe then they're the people so who couldn't get ways, the job. What they're paying for there is actually the safety of everybody. Safety. But uh, but well, what about the what about the perspective of the parents, right, Imran? If you 
if you had children one day and gave them five and a half thousand dollars to spend on food and then you found out they spent that wedding budget on hiring a hiring cartoon mice to greet people would you be would you be furious about that uh i would be i would be furious if it was disney characters like i'm (laughs) i'm trying to relate to this by you know i'm thinking what if instead of you know uh mickey and minnie it Mm -hmm. was like Neo and Trinity from the Matrix. Okay, you know. And wait, if, wait, are we talking about lookalikes? Or are we talking about Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss? I, I, I mean, like, like the kinds of very accurate lookalikes you would okay, be able to so, get for, so for five thousand dollars. So a Neo impersonator, but yeah. not Keanu Reeves. Christian. I can't. I, I, you know, that would cost too much money. But uh, yeah, we'll go like a real deep cut with your sci-fi stuff. Like, like you see two people, and you're like, kind of, you're there beaming ear from ear, ear to ear, and someone's like, "What the fuck's that?" And you're like, "It's." Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner in Arrival. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're wearing collared shirts because <laughs> there are a bunch of there are a bunch of Australians in the Matrix film. I think. Yeah, because yeah. we shot it here. Yeah, mm, I say we should get married here. Well, you know, move here. <laughs> <laughs> um, which which Matrix character would you most like? That's a very narrow question, Michael. You've been doing talkback for too long. No, what do you mean? I'm just <laughs> which like, Matrix character would you most like to give, appear at your wedding? Give us a call in the chat line. Which Matrix character from the first or second film would you most no, like? And if we why? were doing this at Triple J, what yeah. we would do is which Matrix, like which Matrix character have you been drunk with? It would be would be the talkback, and we'd mm-hmm. get stories from that. But you know, are you a Trinity? What are you? Are you a Neo? Who do you want at your wedding? Okay, let me put it another way. Sorry. <laughs> If through, mouse? through either like legal chicanery or dark magic, depending uh-huh. on how you want to <laughs> how you want to fill in this hypothetical, uh-huh. I made it that you had to have a celebrity impersonator. Oh, at your a great question! Greeting people like it Ooh. was it was the if you didn't, then a, a, a bus in downtown LA explodes. I don't know. Again, <laughs> fill in the fill in the what ifs, but Gosh, like you have so to decide. So they are the first thing that people see when they walk in, uh-huh. and they are the last thing that people see. So when it can they either be in. a celebrity or let's say a cartoon character or something. It's got to be Barack on. Obama. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want the drone strike president himself to be greeting people at our no, wedding? No, 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 no. At it's our a, wedding. An impersonator. You don't yeah, yeah. get I'm the real saying, guy. Yeah, you got like the Indonesian guy that looks a lot like him. Well, yeah, but given like the. I don't, I don't know how. Wouldn't there be portions of your family who don't like Barack Obama on account of his um, drone strikes in the Middle East? I think you guys underestimate the great charm of Obama. Oh, okay. Once again, Obama impersonator. And, <laughs> and also, like, <laughs> even though this is compulsory. I'm not going to pay for it. So I imagine most good Obama impersonators live in the United States of America. <laughs> so you are getting an Australian Barack Obama impersonator. Um, well, no. Do I have the money to fly someone over? From it's your money. It's your. It's our money. So it's we coming to... out of the catering budget. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, Barack Obama is a great... It's a, it's a great funny thing, but I think it might... Imagine coming to our wedding and there's Barack Obama. Barack Obama impersonator from fucking Lithgow. Uh, I wonder if... He also does Austin Powers. Like I think, I think like a funny Austin Powers slash... Could be, could, that could be an option. Because everyone like, knows. Or Mr. Bean. Like a, a, a famous comedic character. Is I don't want Mr. Bean anywhere near my important day. <laughs> you know, would you have Mr. Bean at your wedding? Uh, I feel like he'd, he'd fuck it up. But yeah, probably in a hilarious way that we all enjoy. <laughs> All right, here's my pitch. I think Tom Cruise. I think he's the last great movie star. Oh, he's a psycho. He's 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 very big and loud, and people like kind of like that about him. Again, this isn't the person. No, no, I know. So the impersonator has 
big key things they can do that everyone will find funny. Yep. He can jump on a set, I don't know, on a couch or yep, something. He can do that. You know, he can, he can scream. He can be I can imagine him saying, like, it's so good to see you. I'm so, I won't do the yeah, voice. Yeah. So happy to and see you. And he's really enthusiastic. And then at the end, he can, like, jump out of a plane or something, you know? It's the final thing, you know? I don't think that would be terrible. Yeah, I think, I think we should get a Tom Cruise impersonate for our wedding. <laughs> I want the Barack Obama one. <laughs> All right, well, I guess no one's getting fed because we'll have both impersonators. <laughs> I want the American one. I don't want the Australian one. <laughs> Um, Imran, do you have one to read for us? Uh, yeah, I have one here. The uh, This is a Craigslist post. The title is Gig to Spill Drink on Bartender That Fucked My Boyfriend. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was sent in by Squids, I think. Thank yeah. you, Squids. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Squids. So, okay, it says, Bartender fucked my boyfriend, and I'm looking for someone to show, her, show up at her bar, order a drink, and splash it in her face. Confidential. <laughs> she has also been calling and harassing me at work incessantly. Location of bar will be given, downtown Manhattan. Mm, okay. So, um, you're the, um, I'll say it, most um, jealous person in the world. Um, just say a bartender fucked me, your boyfriend. First of all, I should be so lucky. But second of all... <laughs> Goodness me. We've come a long way from the Tom Cruise wedding. I'll tell you what, it's looking pretty dicey right uh, now. Would you ever hire someone to... Like, do you think spilling a drink... I, I guess my thing is... Spilling a drink on someone who's fucked your boyfriend doesn't feel like justice. No, because, I mean, I, you and I both worked in bars, mm, sometimes yeah. the same bar. Yeah. And I can tell you that people spilling drinks on you is not a remarkable... Common practice. It's very common Especially practice. Especially, like, since it seems like that she wants it to look like an accident. Like, it's not going to ruin their day. Not, it wouldn't even fucking register. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, this is my comeuppance for fucking that guy and then harassing her. I'd just be like, oh, this happened again. Like, <laughs> um, How do you feel about this, huh? I don't think this is psycho enough. First of yeah. all, what's she doing to the boyfriend? Oh, right. Okay. So I what? reckon she's gotten a crab to cut off his weenie. <laughs> <laughs> she's trained now a that's crab. Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> an army of crabs. <laughs> Hot dogs getting to snap up at them. I gotta get some crabs. Yeah, I mean Wait, what? <laughs> um, no, I could never imagine obviously I would never cheat on you, but um, <laughs> I get- Again, not necessary to say. Real, you know. What? My I won't cheat on you show is raising a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) I would never cheat on you. Um, Okay, let's let's switch it around then. Would you ever take this gig to spill a drink on someone? I mean, you you, you know, do you enjoy spilling a drink on someone? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy being aggressive. I'd respond to this to be like, listen, I think we can go harder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we're. Uh, uh, Well, I forgot to mention the compensation, which is fifty dollars. Oh, so I think I think I feel like my sense of this is. The person who posted it has a very limited budget for this operation. <laughs> and this, it, is not, this is not Danny Ocean putting yeah. his crew together. Yeah, they know that they can't get somebody's legs broken for 50 bucks, but they're yeah, like, sure. what can I get for $50? Like, maybe someone spill a drink. Down. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I reckon for 50 bucks you could get someone to throw piss on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've just pulled that right out of the ether, but like, it feels true. So like, as, as I was saying it, I was like, yeah. But if you're going to do something like piss, I think you really want to, like, check the story. Like, you would want to vet what happened. Like, were you together? Were you on a break? Were, yeah. Who was in the wrong? Is it an Oh, so you think it's wrong? possible that this person fucked this person's boyfriend, this bartender fucked her boyfriend before they were even dating, and she's just wanting them to spill a drink? Oh, yeah, that's actually a like, good point. Yeah, that's yeah, really that's that's crazy. Specified. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I don't think anybody, any of the three parties here, is covering themselves in glory. <laughs> <laughs> So, was, was there ever a time in your life, Ben, where you have thro- where you would have thrown a glass of piss at someone for fifty dollars? I don't think there 
is unless it was like a friend of mine and it was like a yeah, hilarious need, prank or I something. Personal, I don't know. I need a personal connection. I wouldn't just be a gun for hire. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, Would be you a throw a on Tom Walker? I probably have at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine I have. I can't think of the exact time now, but it, I imagine. I know there's a time when Eden Lacey pissed on his hands and we're all very drunk at uh, Mild House in Ellen, in Ellen Place. Uh, that, ben, that you lived in, Ben. Yeah. This is actually while you were in Tonga, I think, you're away. Sure. Eden Lacey came over and we were playing games or playing some sort of... It sounds like I spent game. a lot of time in like the Pacific Islands. Like, <laughs> those, those are like the two times I've ever... Like Tonga and Fiji. Yeah, those, just feels like <laughs> um, yeah, no, and he pissed on his hands and he we were all very drunk and then we were wrestling afterwards and then he said to me, oh, by the way, I pissed on my hands and didn't... I think that was what it was. He was like, I pissed on my hands and I didn't um, wash them after and then we wrestled. Well, that's a far cry from throwing piss on yeah, somebody. Yeah, it's very different. Man but the reason, I, the reason I remember that is because I changed his name on my phone to Eden Lacey, open brackets, monster, close brackets, <laughs> and he's still like that in my phone. <laughs> Old piss hands, Lacey. Old piss hands, Lacey. I think you're right, though. I think that if you uh, if you have fifty dollars to spend, mm. and it's not a lot of money, you're right. It's not it's not it's not leg breaking money. I don't think anybody's claiming it is. You can probably get a little bit more bang for your buck if you find the right psycho. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, there has to be a certain level of like pro bono revenge that's happening here. <laughs> Someone who actually enjoys the sort of thrill of the justice. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever met someone though who? Have you ever? Been a part of a group that's gotten revenge on someone who's cheated? I don't think I ever have. Or I don't think that I just I mean like I see things on Craigslist for the show and I and I think this is not the world that I am a part of. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think this is uncovering one of the great regrets of my life. Oh really? <gasps> What's going on? I feel like I haven't I've been a dickhead to like friends' exes who have been shit. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done anything spectacular. Uh, okay. Now, now, listeners won't be able to see the way that her eyes just <laughs> just lit up in what what was a, what was a frankly like, terrifying way. You're, you're talking before about how like you were worried about something Hum said to Mo. I was like, oh, God. I thought he was going to be like, Mom, Dad, I'm worried. Hum wants me to join ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say your son started saying stuff like, Dad, you're not a baddie. <laughs> um, so, so you, you, one of your great regrets is you've you've never you've never really sort of gone to a bar where a, a friend's ex was working and thrown piss oh, on like him. Or exactly. fucked up his whole life. You know what I mean? Like fucked mm-hmm. up his taxes. How would you fuck up his taxes? How would you fuck up his taxes? I'll call the ATO and do what? Be, Be like, like, did like, you know this guy's a cheater? Okay, first of all, <laughs> you got to fake all the embezzlement he's doing. Okay, oh, then okay. you got to call up the ATO so and be like, you heard of this embezzlement? <laughs> <laughs> So just say, just say for example, and it doesn't have to be Ben, but just say it's Ben. Yeah. How would you fake embezzlement that Ben's doing? What would you do? You'd, 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 you'd go to his workplace and then write invoices that were fake? Like well, how would you? Thing. Okay, do you ben, know? I think, is poor. So <laughs> he, there's a problem there, but here's the He's thing. He's podcast money. Yeah, but I reckon Anya's taken the house. Anya's taken most of the Well, money. I was going to say, if this is revenge on me, then it means I've wronged Anya Bukchansky in some way. And yeah. Anya Bukchansky... Honestly, yeah, Anya doesn't need me. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say that she is a lawyer who's something of an expert in sort of money laundering and embezzlement and stuff. So, I mean, between the two of you... With, with with her smarts <laughs> and your uh, demented brain, yeah. uh, I could I could be in quite a pickle. Honestly, you know what? Yeah, I I'm actually I apologize for presuming. In that scenario, Anya would be directing me, and I would merely be her henchman. And I'd be blessed. I'd be blessed and honored to do it. Yeah, I, I can see you as a henchman. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hum, do you have one you want to share with us, please? I do, yes. This is a great one. A real um, sad and horny. The intersection of sad and horny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this one has been sent in by... No, this one's... I found this one. Oh, this one's been sent in by Michael Hing. Thank you, Michael Hing. Um, it's titled... Toy testing. I think it's a Facebook Marketplace ad. Yeah, I think so. Um, toy testing posted 14 minutes ago in Tempe, so local. Oh, very local. Um, I just got this device. It's called a dick sleeve, and it's supposed to add like two inches. So far, I figured out how to get into this thing, <laughs> but I'm not at all confident it's actually going to work with a partner. Would be nice if someone could help test it before I embarrass myself further. Now, just to just explain to listeners. Um, I did a bit of research on this, and what it is is it's like a. This is this is this this is the exact scene from Austin Powers one. <laughs> it's <laughs> not mine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it, it's like a it's like an extra bit you put on the end of your penis. It's a dick thimble. Yeah, it's a dick thimble. It's exactly. a dick thimble. Yeah, that you put on the. It's like a. It's like a. Think of it as like the world's thickest condom, I guess. And okay. it's dick shaped, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's like a dick on top of your dick. Yes, yeah, exactly. Doesn't sound yeah. like it's a real achievement getting it in there, though. Like, I don't know why this poster was like, well, I've already worked out how to it's like, <laughs> no, dick in the face. Solve the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it'd be hard to get it in there, actually. You think so? Yeah, because it needs to fit so that it's tight enough when you're hard that it doesn't slip off. But that means you need to, you'd need to, like, get in there and then get hard. Yeah. You don't think about the logistics. That's true, and I think it would be hard. And this to is get why the crab's going to take your <laughs> Be good for a t- good for crab protection, though. <laughs> good luck getting through that to my weenie crab. It's actually an evolutionary thing. Uh, ben has evolved this when he's around crabs. He actually has a second dick that he throws at the crab to run away, <laughs> scamper away. Well, like next time. Um, so the ad goes on. Open to any kind-hearted female. You don't really have to do anything except lay there. I just, oh. I just ask that you please keep the laughter to a minimum. Oh! Wow. Mm. I mean, okay. I mean, I think you'd want her to also be wet. No, I thought, okay. Wait, is that what you were concerned about? No, I thought what this guy was asking for was like, can I lend this to somebody and then they can take oh. it for a spin? Oh. No, no. What he wants is before he goes to his girlfriend to have sex with his newly thimbled dick, he wants to find another person to test it out on to see if it works. Yeah. Do I we believe this man? Well, listen, I think he's quite considerate. So he goes, I just ask that you please keep the laughter to a minimum smiley text emoji. And it's super soft, so I can't see it hurting. COVID safe with masks, of course. <laughs> <laughs> then he has a link to the exact dick sleeve he's bought so you can see if it's to your liking. Now, this last paragraph is troubling. Oh, and I'm a very regular type guy. <laughs> <laughs> White, 30s. Clean cut type, safe and respectful, $100 quick cash, mostly not to tell anyone, lol. Compensation, $100 for 20 minutes. Okay. That would be... It's $300 an hour. It's a pretty good rate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good rate. Would that not... I mean, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to... Um, believe me or don't. I don't care, Imran. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what the, what the going rate card for sex workers is. Uh-huh. 
This feels like it would be less than a sex worker though, right? Yes, I imagine so. I imagine... Yeah, I imagine... Even if it is in the name of science, <laughs> I think I they think still charge more. I think you're looking for a, yeah, a scientific-minded vagina haver here yeah. to do it for a cut rate. Okay. Yeah. I, I, do you think this person... Do you, how much of this predicament do we believe? Do we think the girlfriend exists, Imran? Uh, I'll be honest. I think this is a social experiment and <laughs> this, there's some kind of double-blind psychological study being run. <laughs> The people at Stanford again, do we think? <laughs> What's the hypothesis? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know, but somewhere they're, they're killing a bunch of rats in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucks with his dick sleeve. Uh, can, I, can I talk about the dick sleeve? Yeah. What? One, hum, hum came back from Japan once. It was uh-huh. probably like three, three years ago, maybe? No, ages ago, like five, six, five seven, years ago. Like okay. When we first started dating. We'd been dating for a couple of years. And this is before we were even. Booking Barack Obama impersonators. Yeah, for a wow, I wasn't even considering. And probably during the Obama era, maybe. I assume in some sort of, um, I don't know, fugue state of horniness mm-hmm. while in Japan, uh, Hum purchased me a, I guess, a sexual aid of some description. It was like a wank sleeve. It was a wank sleeve. It was very considerate. Hing was like, ooh, I don't want this when I came home. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, hang it's on. horny and it's a cultural artifact. Okay, so let me explain what it is. Okay. What it was, I should say. You still have. No. <laughs> she, oh no! I, I I cast that into the fire. This is of course. It was a. It was sort of imagine a imagine a calamari. All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> like before, it's been cut up into rings, or a, a, you know, a bit of squid. You yeah. know, how, yeah, it's that, and it was maybe what twenty centimeters long or something like that. Right? It wasn't, no, it came, it was like Sorry, a is this basically one of those, I don't know if you had these toys in uh, Canada, Imran, but there was Imran's a... Imran's travelled. There was a toy that you had as a kid that was like a tube. <laughs> you put your that, yeah, that was about that big no. and it was full of a, and then it kind of slipped through your hands. Thing. No, it's a bit thinner than that. It wasn't, that, no, because it came in like a little, all right, so it came in the kind of tub that like hair wax or hair gel comes in. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like quite compact, but instead of setting, sitting in hair gel, it was sitting in lube. Yeah. And like it was in one of those Dapper Dan tins <laughs> from My Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, when you opened it up, the... Fapper Dan. There it is. <laughs> there it is, guys. Thanks very much. But the, the tube itself was collapsible, like those collapsible keep cups that like flatten into a disc. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then, but it was made of a flexible material, I think a silicon rubber. Yeah, cognate. yeah. And the idea is that you, 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 you... Put your penis, Put in, your thing. penis in this until well, you ta- you, you, ta- you take it out <laughs> of the tub and it is already, uh, you know, coated and contains lube. Then you, like a collapsible keep cup, like decollapse it over your dick yeah. as when it's hard. Yeah. And then, yeah, just jerk yourself off to now, completion. Now, here's the thing, though, what Hum is not mentioning is that it had, um, like, like uh, what do you call it? Little, not spikes. <laughs> 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 but, like, but like bits. Were like, it was a non-fire, but like it was flammable. And <laughs> <laughs> they were like nubs spikes. inside. Yeah, it was like, it was like weird little nubs. Well, they were, here's the thing. The nubs. I went to this eight-story sex shop in Japan, mm-hmm. as you do. Is that like a Daiso? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it was like one of the tourist attractions. And um, anyway, so they had all these different... There was like a wall of these like wank tubs. And they all had different nubs, different arrangements of nubs, and different characters that went with the nubs. I think I got you the purple girl. It's like well, Sailor Moon. Oh, so they had like mascots? Yeah, they had well, different. 
Yeah. I don't remember any of that. I just remember looking at it being like, this looks like a squid's been turned inside out and the, the, the spikes are all in there. Well, that's what a vagina looks like on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, th- I threw it in the bin immediately and it was it was a, quite a point of contention because it felt like, I think Hum felt like I was being quite ungrateful. It sounds to me like you were. I went yeah. all the way to... Sh- Sorry, Imran, you go. <laughs> well, no, I mean... It sounds like a like like Hump said an amazing artifact, if nothing else. Yeah. And you, you never you never know. Maybe you'll be more open minded in the future, and See, you'll want to actually use it. And I think the it. only reason why you would have thrown it away, mm-hmm. because it, yes, you can you can you can put your dick into it until you ejaculate. But also, it's got another purpose of being an interesting talking point potentially, yeah. or just a nice thing from uh-huh. Japan. Uh-huh. The only reason why it's still not in this house is because mm-hmm. you didn't think you could trust yourself to not <laughs> fuck the I, spiky thing. I thought I would. I mean, I, I honestly, I thought I'd lose myself in the uh, in the mat. Well, absolutely. <laughs> uh, speaking of, you mentioned fugue states before. This just reminded me of something that happened the other day. I uh, So I haven't had a job for... Th- Three days. Yes. Okay. So you congratulations. Left, yeah. Thank yes. You. Uh, ben left the feet. I think we we're talking about that last. We talked about that last time. Yeah. So it's not. I left on Friday and it's now Tuesday. So I, mm. I, I don't know. Four days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of those was a public holiday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on Sunday, so I hadn't had a job for two days, and two it was days. already the weekend. So already it's regular time. It, it actually doesn't count. Uh huh. But Mo was uh, Mo was out with Anya, and so I had the house myself. So I was watching some television, mm-hmm. and I. Went into uh, like what can only be described as a fugue state and ate a maxi bond. Like I don't remember getting a maxi bond. Someone's <laughs> gonna have to explain what a maxi bond is. A maxi. Sorry, I, I <laughs> all the things we've chosen. We're like, do you have water in Canada? Ben <laughs> <laughs> mentions the most specific ice cream treat in Australia. I'm sure you it. have a maxi bond analog. It so is a ice cream sandwich. Uh, where it has two halves. The first half is just classic ice cream sandwich, uh, sort of biscuit, ice cream biscuit. Mm-hmm. Then the top is all ice cream, and then that's coated in hard chocolate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you eat it if you're not a like idiot. You eat it biscuit. You hold the you biscuit, hold the biscuit and eat, eat the chocolate, the chocolate coated yeah. bit, and then you. Anyway, yeah. I was I was watching the boys, and <laughs> I got up to get a glass of water, uh-huh. and then I sat down and kept watching the boys, and then I had like. The, the remnants of a maxi bond in my hand. So where could you one have possibly got a maxi bond from? Did oh, you I order was, it online? I did a milk run. Um, which you didn't have to explain not, milk run. Not during, not during my fugue state. So we have like this thing that's like definitely. I think Hanno's written about it in his newsletter. Um, it's definitely going to go out of business. It's, it's, it's not like sustainable. It's one of those insane things where it's like groceries to you in like six minutes, okay. and it's it, it works mm-hmm. um, because they're just hemorrhaging money. Yeah. And I like wanted to get myself a little treat, but they have a minimum, so I just said I'll just get a couple of maxi bonds and put them in the freezer. Oh, I'll, okay. I won't eat them without realizing. Um, but yeah, so I just had some like backup maxi bonds just like sort of chilling in the freezer and I must have gone to the kitchen to get a glass of water and then just taken this without realising from the freezer and then just sat there and eaten it without... That's like after two days of not having a job. Fugue state maxi bond. I don't. I think you're blaming your unemployment on this, Ben. But I feel like you could have done this a month ago. Yeah, six I could have done this ago. when I was working like eighty hour weeks. You could have done this at work. Like I can imagine you being at one of the computers at SBS and then looking up and being surrounded by ice cream wrappers. And be like, oh, fugue state. I don't know. It's like, this is just how you operate. It's true. I did eat like that whole violet crumble and three chocolate chip cookies and two cups of tea before our food arrived. Don't you eat lollies in your sleep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Something of a fugue state. Uh, ben, do you have one final one for us, please? Yeah, I do. This is uh, taken from Craigslist, and it's uh, gas huffers need apply. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, a relative of mine has a fleet of 75 or so box and straight trucks that are going to continue to be left dormant for the next year at least. He's given me the rights to all the gasoline currently in the trucks. This is a mixture of diesel and unleaded. So we'll have to be careful not to mix them. <laughs> I have all the supplies, just looking for some assistance to help me huff the gas out of the trucks so we can reuse it. Experience is preferred but not required. Uh, as I don't mind teaching, but at the same time, I don't want to be anybody's babysitter either. <laughs> <laughs> How does twenty dollars an hour sound? You get out. Oh, uh, you get out of it what you put into it. Please let me know if you prefer diesel or regular unleaded, or if no preference, uh, and that would be ideal. Looking forward to the right candidates, and please, no deadbeats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this, and is this is taken from uh, where's Georgia Institute of Tech, Georgia. I'd probably yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> so good having an insider on this podcast. <laughs> so this is this is that thing that people do where they need to siphon siphon it out. fuel out of a yeah. out of big tank. It's another thing that I've only ever seen in a movie. Yeah, I think it maybe was a thing that maybe maybe our parents' generation did maybe or had to do. I know how to do it. You know how to suck petrol out of a car. Yeah. I don't know why I know how to do it, but I definitely know how to do is it. Is it like, did you learn this? Is this a thing you learned because you watched a YouTube video recently? Or is this no, thing you, this is something you we learned. Like, do you know what it was? Did you learn it in Scouts or something? Yeah, I think it was like in Scouts, but it wasn't like, it was like, we want to show you how like, this sounds in the context of Scouts. This, I don't, they were like, we want to show you how suction works. <laughs> and they were like, but they were like, because basically we did it with water to show that if once you started the stream, mm. It went downhill. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You, yeah. you could drain a whole tub as long as it... Yeah. And then the scoutmaster or whoever the fuck was teaching me this was like, oh, this also works for cars. This is how people <laughs> suck petrol out of so cars. So have you ever done it? No. No. But the key... Is it is, hard to suck it out? Well, you've just got to like... The, the, from memory. The, the <laughs> you just got to get it going, right? The trick is there. Once you get it going, and if you're really good at it, I imagine you can be like, yep, it's almost there, and then you get it going. But like what the, the, the surefire method is just to suck until it gets into your mouth and then you give it out. That's mm. why Principal Skinner gives Otto a mint mm-hmm. yeah. in that episode. Did not understand that joke as a kid, but I do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you've never done it? I've never had to... So I reckon modern cars you couldn't. I reckon they've got some well, sort of... Why? Why would they do that? I don't know. I just, I just assume that all the wonderful things from our childhood have been taken away from us. Mm. Uh, you have to, if it's an electric car, you have to like suck the electricity out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to like do that kind of Uncle Festus sort of style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have, you, have you ever, you often have mishaps in your car. Have you ever run out of petrol? Because your car would just stop occasionally before. That was the old car. That was, that was the old before car. Before I acquired glorious Q. Yeah. But do you, did you, have you ever run out of fuel on the highway or anything? I don't think so. The, well, the thing about the cube is... Mm-hmm. Talk about your glorious cube for yeah, a second. Yeah, let me talk about my glorious cube for two minutes. The thing about the cube is, is it's all in Japanese. <laughs> so I think I came close to running out of um, fuel on the Harbour Bridge this weekend, but I couldn't tell because it was flashing Why warnings at me. Why is it in me. Japanese? It's Japanese import. So, so the car is... But so many cars are made in Japan. Well, Famously, yeah. so many cars yeah, are made well, in Japan. Well, here's the thing. This car actually isn't um, necessarily legal to drive in Australia. <laughs> so it's the cube... Have we talked about this? Hum drives a cube. Hum drives yeah, a cube. No, I think our listeners know that Hum drives a cube. Hum drives a cube. And uh, I was—I think I can't remember if I said this last time when I was about the cube, but I saw a cube on the road about two months ago, and I was so angry that I pulled over and texted Hum. <laughs> <laughs> Many people do this. It wasn't even her. It was just—it wasn't even her car. It was just like I just saw one of your fucking ridiculous cars. Yeah, but it's—it's it's built in Japan for Japan I, for Japan. So, like, so you, you tootle around Tokyo in it. You know what I mean? So it's short distances. 
it's not built for like highways Why? and main roads. Well, it's, Why? It's a car for tootling. Because it's, tootling around because the it's quite what mechanical part of it is like, mm. oh, that's a tootling. It's got so, a, so it's obviously it's not very aerodynamic. Yeah, oh, no, it's, it's, a cube, box. So. And it's, it's very small and very light, so it's actually not mm. safety rated for your Canada's, your America's, your Australia's, your great open spaces, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, you would never drive this car across the Nullarbor, for example. <laughs> That's interesting right? because one fact feature of the Cube that I do think it, it does give an air of sturdiness. Yes. Are you telling me that I could crush one of these things with my Mazda 3? <laughs> if a truck bumps me, the whole thing's going Oh, you're bumps. dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> But as a result of that, Hum bought it from a, I would say, a, a person who could have been a weapons dealer mm-hmm. in a car in a local car park. Um, he was a he was a Russian man. How do you how does this happen? How can you sneak a car into Australia? So you don't sneak it in. Here's the thing: it's called a grey import. It's just up like the a thousand the people's assholes yeah. in parts. <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy who ate a plane. It's like yeah, that, yeah. but slowly he <laughs> imported a car one bit by bit. So the law is being reformed. So if you want to get a cube and join Cube Club, do it in the next two years because the laws are changing. So just putting that out there for the listeners. Um, if you need my dealer, my cube dealer, you've already gotten us me. like flagged on COVID for uh, on on Spotify for your bad COVID advice. What don't are they going to do? Put a warning on being like, don't drive a cube? Yes, I, I, I fear that that's what's going to happen. I feel happen. like we're now on a list where someone at Spotify listens to every episode just to see what misinformation you bring to this podcast. Mum said on, a podca- on an episode a couple of months ago, she couldn't get COVID because she's built different. <laughs> and then now every episode is flagged for misinformation. <laughs> like in, it's, it's identical to what happens to Joe Rogan yeah. is happening to us because of Hum. And yeah. he's a millionaire. That's true. But he's not a millionaire because of his... Anyway, doesn't matter. Sorry. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, the grey import. Oh yeah, the grey import. So it's it's possible to do, but it comes through uh, individual dealers, guys who have their motor dealership license. Mm-hmm. But it, Nissan will never import this car themselves, for example. But a guy named Stan in Leichhardt, <laughs> <laughs> he'll do it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I bought it at the bottom of the. It was parked at the bottom of the Italian Forum, which is um an, an eighties plaza. It's an okay. abandoned it, uh, plaza in in Little Italy in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the it's, style it's, of Venice, it's a tremendously depressing well, place. That's so sad. Yeah, it really <laughs> before but Hub and I. Moved here, we looked at several apartments there and we thought it would be the funniest place for us to live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it is a very funny building. Um, anyway, so I bought it. So this guy sold literally exclusively cubes and then cars <laughs> that were racing cars and weren't street legal. Mm. Stan. You, <laughs> you disappoint me, Stan. <laughs> but it was a real... Um, I felt like a car guy, you know? Uh-huh. I was like walking past all these low-slung sports cars being like, nah, not good enough. Did you feel a little <laughs> bit like Tim the Toolman Taylor in that moment? <laughs> I don't know that. All that right. Means. That's kind of uh, a little bit of a Fast and the Furious vibe if there, were, if there was a cube in that movie. <laughs> 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 Just Vin Diesel, La Familia. If I was like Elon Musk rich... That is sort of like I think that is a good use of money, like giving the Fast and Furious like an offer they cannot refuse because it's so, be like, so much like money. Your billion dollars to put a cube. You have in to this. put, a, but you have to put a cube, and it has to be the main. It has to be the hero it, car. It's like I don't know if you guys have watched the boys, but I was watching it while I was uh, sleepwalking my way into Maxi Bond Town. <laughs> but there's a moment in the first episode of this hyper violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, subversive show where the main guy, who's like this kind of anarchist figure, Billy um, Butcher, B- Billy Butcher uh, orders a Connect Four set on Amazon, <laughs> and it's like it's not even enough of a thing to mm. be like, yeah, we're doing this, okay? Right. It is definitely they were like, you will put Amazon in the show and you won't make a fucking paper about it. <laughs> oh, because like, it's on because it's available on Amazon and so it's, Amazon, it's an Amazon show. Yeah, yeah. So Amazon has just been like, it's just this like pathetic little cutaway where he's like, all right, mate, and then like. <laughs> Just scrolling <laughs> Amazon on his phone. Oh, 
Yuck. Yeah, because you can tell like, it's the sort of show where they would have wanted to be like do something winking about it, but mm, yeah, they were mm. clearly like, nah, he's going <laughs> to use it and that's it. <laughs> Fucking yuck. Have you watched it, Imran? Uh, I've watched the first season, yeah. In the third season, somebody's dick explodes. <laughs> really? So I don't want to ruin anything for you, but... Well, where can they go from there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the rule, rule of drama. Explodes I just, inside I described that scene to my wife while we were driving today, and she asked me to stop talking. <laughs> she says that a lot to you. She does. <laughs> um, well, this has been a real treat to have you all over in our wonderful house to do it, to make a podcast. You know what? I've eaten too many treats, and now we're going to have a, 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 succul- a succulent Chinese, Chinese meal. meal. And <laughs> um, Ben, but before we, before we go, yes, we have some of announcement to make Shit. which is that people have been donating enough money to oh, our yeah. terrible patreon which means that you and i now have to do a thing we promised to do as a stupid idea which is we said we'd make a secondary podcast once we've reached a certain Where goal we go through the mcdonald's land extended universe yeah. character by character and do yeah. an episode on each of them yeah oh. um so now, this was uh, this was something that um we sort of said, so not necessarily as a joke, but, uh, yeah, uh, but d- certainly not in earnest. No, because I don't <laughs> think it'll be necessarily a good podcast. Uh, but that's good. That we have to. We have to look. We recognise we've reached the goal, yeah. And so as a result, we will we will make haste towards making that podcast. I yeah. have no idea how we're going to do that or find the time to do it. But if you have any ideas for the name of the podcast on the Discord, do mm-hmm. do get in touch. Yeah, and if you want to join the Discord again, it is impossible to find, and yep. you won't be able to. Only the pure of heart can uh, can find it. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yes. Is the extra McDonald's Law podcast going to be for Patreon subscribers only? Or will well, this is a discussion public? that Hing and I have to have. Yeah, we haven't really decided lawyers. yet. I, I, why? Why? Are you worried that we'll, we'll get sued by the McDonald's Corporation if we put it behind a paywall? No. I just wanted to know if I, if I could have it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably hear us make it at this house. It'll likely be recorded <laughs> in this house. So, um, uh, Imran, do you have anything you want to direct our tens of thousands of barrel-wearing listeners towards? Uh, well, yeah, I just heard about this really cool new podcast about <laughs> the Donovan Center Universe. Um, I'm really, I'm curious. Are there any like like Australia specific McDonaldland characters that were we don't introduced or no? There's there are definitely Australian specific McDonaldland products. Yeah, okay. But uh, but it's worth looking into because there are a lot of like one shot characters. Isn't there ones. a bird that wears an Akubra? Uh, no, that was Th- just when they put Birdie in an Akubra in an Akubra for the, the Macaws. Yeah, um. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of that is probably controlled from the. McDonald's HQ in Chicago. Oh. I but, but like I Uncle O'Grimacy was a... But that was an American one. It wasn't for Ireland. It was for St. Patrick's Day. That's true. That's true. I've got a mate who works on the Macca's account. Right, we can, we, Do you guys we'll, want an in? We would love an in. We would love an in. <laughs> well, we'll be talking to Mr. McDonald's. Uh, Imran, do you have anything you want to plug at all? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't want to be associated with I a have, I have nothing but respect for that. <laughs> Do you watch your fencing show when it comes out? Yeah, but people will see the ads on bus. bus <laughs> 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 All right, see that in the real world. I guess someone's yeah. paying for that. Look out! Look out for billboards for my show. It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have any? You want to fucking plug? Can people still watch your dumb show that's not even on billboards? <laughs> Fuck no! Don't even bother now. It's on Netflix. Mm, yep. I have. Uh, I have nothing to plug. <laughs> like, what about, what about, about the, Fiji? Like what about the wonderful country of Fiji? Oh, Bula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, get amongst it, guys. <laughs> Um, well, the only thing I was going to tell people about is that our next Dragon Friends recording oh, yeah. uh, is uh, July the, I would say, 13th, I reckon, at the Comedy Store in Sydney. Sounds like the sort of date yeah. we have. July 13th, the Comedy Store in Sydney. Come along to that. Um, otherwise, um, 
when this comes out, if you're in Perth, I think I might be doing some gigs in Perth this weekend. But we'll see if I do. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> feel free to message me if you're in Perth and you want to hang out. Yeah. Uh, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes on the cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.